TANCAST does not represent the stand-up of Tim Babb. These conversations are raw, explicit, and contain adult themes and content. This podcast is not recommended for younger listeners or anyone. I have started recording. All right. I'm glad you started recording now, especially as I'm uh, going to be promoting this episode pretty heavily for my audience. And if they heard half the stuff we just got done saying, I think we would have scared them off in the first, what is it now, 16 seconds? So uh, <laughs> glad we're starting I mean, now. They're going to be scared <laughs> off no matter what. I don't know to tell you. <laughs> That's true. You, you That's know true. what show you're on, right? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Guys, buckle up. If, if you're new here, <laughs> buckle up because uh, t- put the kids out of the room. Hide, hide the women and children. It's about to get it's about to get crazy, right? Yes. Okay. So Andy and Noah, open your Bibles to page. <laughs> you don't know how true you page. are right now. <laughs> page <laughs> fifty-five, and then burn it. <laughs> this show is awful. <laughs> Tim Hi, I'm Tim Babb, a comedian you never heard of. Each week I get together with my buddies Andy and Noah and record this podcast. Unlike most podcasts, it's not about something specific, we just talk about whatever. Like this week, we'll talk about some of this. You seem a healthy size. <laughs> okay, good, that's good. good. I'm happy for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you doing over there, Tim? Being creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but I, how, how, how did I live before this? I, to, I told you a couple years ago, man. Yeah, don't, don't sleep on the bidet. Oh, oh no, man. I know. I mean, that's generally good advice. Don't sleep <laughs> on your bidet. <laughs> yeah, probably. How about you, Vic? Yeah, how was your oh, week? Oh, you know. Well, you know what? I was I like, said. we've made it 50 minutes into the show without it being turned <laughs> it over to our special guest. <laughs> I know. I wasn't going to say anything, but... I know whatever I know from jail. What you're supposed to do is from movies. So I, I'm just trying <laughs> to rerun not, any not the good, jail scene not I've the good ever story seen. Point. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and when you hear this sound, a special home improvement followed by the Diet Mug Root Beer Dana Carvey Show. <laughs> that means we put a link to whatever we were just talking about in the show notes. Okay, let's start the show. Tamcast. Welcome to Tancast. <laughs> uh, wait, aren't we calling I, these ones Vantcast? Uh, were I, we? I, mean, that, I appreciate that. I mean, yeah. You don't have to. But I no, could be a silent V. That's cool. You know, I'm in there in the background sometimes, and I just pop up from time to time when people notice. I'm like, I'm not changing the website URL just for one episode. <laughs> I have the little signature on the bottom of the, the album art, so I'm okay. Exactly. I mean, if I'm it's good. not already uh, already somewhere, I can I can easily go re- uh, like I can set up Vancast to redirect to our site. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm saying it badly. I'm tripping all over my words like I never used. Well, have it. you fixed the uh, have you fixed the thumbnail issue? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, you have not. Maybe work on that before you start giving vision, dreams a grandeur. <laughs> Dirty little liar. I mean, redirecting another URL is like the simplest thing you can do in the world. No, you. no, don't want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> Almost as easy That's as like editing I... an episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, in fact, Vic, it's significantly easier. <laughs> hey, hey, no shame because I promoted a podcast about two years ago with you guys. I still haven't edited episode one yet. So that's all right. <laughs> I went to the, the video and then I was like, forget it. Vic, episode one. <laughs>
Exactly. Uh, anyway, I'm Tim, the TN Tancast. I'm Andy, the AN Tancast. I'm Noah, the N and Tancast. And our special guest. Vic EJ. And, and uh, before we go, uh, before we go on, um, I was like, go. Usually, and that's it. Da, 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 da. Uh, no, but every uh, episode I've been on, you guys, I've ironically said, and today we have a special episode where one of us has a drug problem. And uh, that was uh, more on the nose than you thought. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to share a little journey with you guys on this episode. But we're going to have some fun beforehand. And we're going to have fun on that journey, too. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was a a funny uh, intro. So you're more than welcome to use that intro today if you want to today. (laughs) Did we say that? I don't you remember did. saying that. <laughs> you did. No, but it wasn't pointing at me. It was just, you guys were just being like, you know, the typical 90s, you know. And today we talk about this or that. I was like, Oh, I see. God works in mysterious <laughs> ways. I know, Andy, I, admit, I know, you know, you have your beliefs, but, yeah, you know, God, you know, God, God speaks to you even when you, you don't think he's listening, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I actually have a lack of beliefs. There's like, there's a whole oh, lot of beliefs should be. <laughs> it's all good. I believe the children are our future. Oh, that's you teach right. them well, you can let them lead the way. Okay. Mm. Right until. I, I, uh, I, I, <laughs> I tried to do that one time and we got lost. <laughs> Turns out children don't pay attention to which way the car is going. <laughs> they have a terrible sense of direction. Yeah. In fairness, two years old might have been too early to hand in the reins. <laughs> <laughs> well, in also fairness, now he's 15 and, uh, you know, like eligible to get his um, uh, his learner's permit. permit. Yes, that's the thing. And uh, uh, dude still fucking doesn't know where things are. <laughs> like, like, hey, at the next light, which way do I turn? <laughs> and he just takes a guess. <laughs> uh, that way. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to let you drive any of my cars if you're going to be like, you know, nose glued to your GPS trying to get places. You say any of your cars, Jay Leno? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he also made a special state. <laughs> He's got like a garage, like Tony Stark. <laughs> That's why he can't, he can't find his mail. <laughs> He's got too many cars. <laughs> he takes a car to drive to the mailbox. <laughs> well, there's a there's a reason why he owns driving gloves, guys. Yes, <laughs> there's many cars in his garage. Thank you or not, those are put to use. They, they all smell like very fine leather. And uh, <laughs> Caitlin, darling, which and, car and should I take today? <laughs> <laughs> just imagine him pulling them down one hand at a time. <laughs> I was going to take the jalopy. I was like, I like that. I would like it if they were all like. He has a ton of cars, but they're all shitty. Like, oh, yeah. will you be taking the Pinto to the market today, darling? Oh, <laughs> oh no, I'll be taking the Escort. <laughs> The twenty-year-old Honda Civic names. with no working AC. <laughs> <laughs> Oof! I remember the days of not having AC in my first car. Oof. It was rough. Eesh. You rolled in the window, and you're just like, "Oh yeah, that's just hot air blowing in my face." I mean, and you're talking about better. rolling down the window too, where you got to yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're sweating by the time it's halfway down. Oh man! You're like, oh, should I roll down the back windows? Well, I have no way of getting them back up again. So <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I remember my first car, also no AC, and like many many times during the summer, I was taking long freeway trips from Stockton to San Jose, and I cannot stand having the windows down on the freeway. So I'm like, I oh, would yeah. rather die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, how do you even see? It's like just your eyes are tearing up. Everything's blowing into your face. It's 
Well, you know what's nice, especially for uh, Tim and Noah, uh, you guys in the Bay Area, the, the community there is just, you know, opening your windows for you guys nowadays. And, you know, uh, you know whether you want it or not, they'll help you with that air conditioning, you know? Speaking of thieving fucks, I believe someone <laughs> stole the hat off of my skeleton in my front yard. I don't wow. got it. That's top dollar on the aftermarket, bro. I have no. It's not. It was a stupid Disney like hat with goofy ears flopping down from it. Like the the joke is that it's a person who's waiting so long in the standby line for the haunted mansion that they become a skeleton. So he's got like Disney gear on, and then someone just came along and stole his hat. Wow. You sure the wind didn't take it? No, I'm not sure the wind didn't take it because like I, oh I. Uh, as a follow-up to, uh, I'm, I think it was the last episode that we did, yeah. uh, I talked about one of my Halloween decorations blowing away. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the neighbor's yard has it now. I think they just picked it up and set it up in their yard. because They don't have any <laughs> other Halloween decorations except for one tombstone that looks remarkably like the one that blew out of my yard. I'm like, oh, well. Not good. And the, I, so I pointed it out, and my son's like, oh, are you going to go take it back? I'm like, it was $1.25. <laughs> yeah, take it back, Tim. No, yeah, right. it was that all the universe right. has gifted us a tombstone. <laughs> That's how the Lord like, works. Was, I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> it was only in their yard because it was such crappy quality. That it just like oh, I quit. <laughs> you can't God is very right. into <laughs> redistribution of Tim's Tim. wealth. God's That's like right. Tim's doing okay. <laughs> It's like they say, if they love a tombstone, let it go. And if it comes back to you, it's yours forever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. I I low-key have a little headache going on right now from laughing so hard. So thank you all. (laughs) Thank you for this pain in my head. (laughs) That's not not normally how we cause Andy pain in his head. (laughs) What? What are you talking about, you dirty little birdie? Oh, it wasn't supposed to be dirty. I normally say something so dumb it hurts Andy's brain. Oh, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, So. <laughs> well, how the fuck was everyone's week? There we go. Uh, Wait. Oh, uh, hold on. Uh, uh, how the fuck was everyone's week? I don't know which one was this is. Was it good times or was it bleak? We'll find out on our very next segment. How was your motherfucking week? No, it's just the original. <laughs> was it good times or was it blah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys kill me with that every time. Oh, well, I mean, you're the whole reason that Noah and I know that that the word was bleak. <laughs> we had no fucking idea. <laughs> oh man, you're paying better attention to show. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I thought we talked about it on the show before the the time that Vic was on. I think was so. Yeah, that's why I kind of. Bro- well, on the ch- song challenge, yeah, I did, but not. Uh, but yeah, I think you guys did reference it, and I wanted to challenge your memory of even listening to that conversation amongst yourselves. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I guess that's what I remember. I don't remember the event. I remember the recollection of the event. <laughs> Heavy. You're, you're Tom and Adam, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's Tom, and I'm Adam. Sweet, yep. sweet, cool, cool, cool. I'm glad I got it right. <laughs> oh, Tim, I, I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not offering he... it a speed to reverse our names this morning. <laughs> <laughs> if only uh, Adam Sandler had said our names on those CDs, you'd remember it. <laughs> <laughs> got that locked in. <laughs> we are hardcore referencing the last episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
We're remembering the recollection Wait. of it. Noah went to, uh, uh, I was going to say Wells Fargo for some reason. Yeah, New Orleans. You know, like, how did I get those two things conflated in my brain? Because <laughs> they both have great uh, songs about them. You know, the, oh, Wells, Wells Fargo needs Fargo to invest themselves from... Uh... <laughs> did you hear about the protest in front of Wells Fargo in San Francisco? That's that's probably it. No, I did not. <laughs> okay, I was like, that's random because Wells yes, Fargo was in the news. Politically activated and very aware of goings on in the local neighborhood. I mean, aware of some things. Activated. I just hear on the news. I'm like, oh yeah, look at that. I live in that city. Uh, Turns like New Orleans, that's all the way up that, the peninsula. Fuck that. <laughs> New Orleans is that what you mean, Tim? Yes. Yeah, I did mean New Orleans. <laughs> uh, I did go there. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was lovely. It felt like it went by way very fast. I've said probably later than I ever have. Uh, well, there are in a fucking long time. Well, I feel like there's been some nights where I've like can't sleep and I've stayed up really late, but like stayed up like going out and like uh, for those who have been there or don't know, uh, it is open. I mean, not like everything is open all night long, but there are places that are open all night long. Uh, what was the Abbey? So if you're ever in New Orleans and you want to go to a bar that's open 24 hours, apparently I I went hey, there I <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it did not feel dangerous. But I've talked to other people, a couple of the locals like, oh, yeah, place is, this is dangerous. I'm like, is it, though? It seemed fine. Um, apparently, though, uh, I've never seen this. Uh, I don't know, I've never seen this, but I don't see this often. You can just leave your ashes to the Abbey and they will put them off on this little shelf above the bar. <laughs> Huh. huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you want to, you know, always be in your favorite place, the Abbey, well, they'll put you out. I don't know what you need to do. Like, I don't know if you could just, like, go there once, so you have to be a regular, or, but, you know, the Abbey. Um, we saw... I kind of low-key want to do that now, but never <laughs> set foot in that place before I do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you just, you just get like a package one day. <laughs> Where the Ooh, fuck is this? this? I don't know. Put them up. Put them on the wall. <laughs> um, saw a ton of music. Uh, you saw music? Were you Yeah, he were you Noah did a bunch of uh, shrooms and then went out. <laughs> I, yeah, think so. I was seeing I music. I can see the music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I heard the most delicious drink. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I had, some, I had some decent drinks. Nothing like I made. Like I went to my favorite tiki bar, though. Oh, I was gonna uh, say, did you have a tiki drink while you were there? Hell yeah, he did. It's no, I did. And he and he heard some beautiful women. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's very like, there's, oh, touch, no, no, taste, no, no, smell, no, still creepy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, we were there for the crew of Boo, which is like a big Halloween parade that they put on. It's almost like it seemed like a little mini Mardi Gras to me. Like their fro- their throws, which are like beads and cups and candies and chips. Um and yeah, it was it was fucking packed. They like, throw chips at you? Like Cheetos? Like like loose chips or like in a bag? <laughs> in a bag, in a bag. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Just I was chuck like, it right at you your better- face. Like you better catch them before they hit the ground. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny that you say Cheetos. Oh, they do for oh their version of Cheetos. Like it wasn't Cheetos, but it's like whatever local thing. I was like, I'm like, oh yeah, these are Cheetos. 
New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're from the Big Cheesy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, you guys, you guys. <laughs> That's it. Wrap it up. <laughs> I did it. I finally did one. <laughs> Strike Force Five. <laughs> Oh, we're closer. It's Strike Force Four. At least we're uh-huh. closer. To five. I know. One more. Let's get Max uh, on it one time. And we'll yeah. <laughs> we rode a. Uh, there's a big park there called City Park, and we we rented like these electric bikes and rode rode our bikes through there. Uh, we saw a fucking alligator and a turtle just chilling on the same log together, and everyone showed that picture like, who's gonna eat them? I'm like, I, I mean, they were sitting there. We watched them for a good like ten minutes. And they both did not move. <laughs> so I don't know if the alligators bite his time. Like, oh, he, he sees me. He's easy. I'm just waiting. So Noah's, Noah's admitting he's one of those people that, that likes to, when he sees something about to go down, somebody about to trip, somebody about to fall, something about, about to happen. He's, he's the one that whips out the camera. And it's like, oh, shit, watch. He's going to fall down. He's gonna, something's going to happen. He's going to get happen. I see you. <laughs> I see you, Noah. <laughs> Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> I think the alligator was just like, eh, I don't like the ones with shells. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pry them away. <laughs> oh, yeah, here's the picture. You never get all um, the meat out. <laughs> so much work. I saw there's a, uh, a, legend, well, a well-known uh, venue there called the Preservation Jazz Hall. They have their own band. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they have shows there. Uh, I've seen, like, videos recorded there and like the video is only showing like obviously one one part of the building because it's like where the band is uh that place is fucking small like i was like went in there and like your first year in line like oh all right uh no food or drink is allowed in here there isn't a bathroom but you can use the bathroom like next door um and we go in it's like basically someone's like small ass house that they lived in uh yeah, I was like, this is like amazing. Like, I did not expect this. It's like, and they did not fix it up. Like, they wired some lights and sound equipment, or not even sound. There's no speakers. They just wired like lights. But yeah, it looks like almost exactly like it was, you know, back in the day. Um, did you have to sit in the back of the bar or in the front? Or you could just sit wherever or what? I guess it whatever. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so, <laughs> so they changed some things. That's good. Yes. <clears throat> okay, good. Um. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was really cool. Wasn't the style of jazz I'm super into? I'm more into, like, the Mardi Gras jazz where it's, like, a lot of lot of horns, a uh, few drums. But it was it was a cool to be in the venue. And there's, like, a 16-year-old uh, playing with them who looked nervous, which I'm like, I would be, too. Like, if you play, like, with people who are like, I have been doing this for, like, 50 years, <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> I don't want to mess this up. Um, so that was really awesome. Uh. I, I saw well, a three. I, I think I saw three famous people. I definitely saw two uh, on the plane. I think out there. I, well, not out there from SFO to Dallas. I think I saw Adam uh, from Adam Rooms. Yeah, I'm not sure. And he did not look like very, like he was almost like hiding his face, like he didn't want to be bothered. So I was like, well, I'm not gonna say anything to this guy. I don't. I don't want to mess with him. But I, I do the saw, same thing when I'm traveling. You know, I, I definitely like. I don't want to be. Hey, are you that guy from the thing? No. <laughs> from the the, the old famous podcast in New Zealand? Hey, he would have busted out like, actually, the true fact about planes is, and then I've never actually watched that guy. That's the real guy. reason nobody wants to talk to me when I'm traveling. <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's not that I hide myself. It's everyone else is hiding on the plane. <laughs> um, 
I definitely saw Nicole Richie. And how? Isn't she like paper thin? <laughs> or she did she put on a little weight nowadays? Uh, I mean, she seemed a healthy size. <laughs> okay, good, that's good. Good. I'm happy for her. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you doing over there, Tim? Being creepy. <laughs> uh, and I saw, but not Jack- like Halloween creepy. Just you know. <laughs> Just don't let him around the others, creepy. Yes. <laughs> You're the one that's going to, the robots are going to fall behind. <laughs> Again from last week. <laughs> uh, Technically oh, two weeks ago. Jack McBrayer. I think that's how you say his name. Oh. Uh, yeah. I was like, that. this is fucking random. <laughs> they were just at, they were at another club and we were seeing the Soul Rebel, I think the Soul Rebel Brass Band. And they were good. I enjoyed them a lot. That was more my style of jazz. Uh, so that was a really fun show. Um, yeah. And I was like, there's like people who are next to me who are looking at the phone and looking over to my right. And I'm like, what is, I'm like, what is going on here? And I'm trying to look over and figure out what they're looking at. And I was like, uh, is that someone famous? They're like, yeah, that's Nicole Richie. I was like, oh. And then I looked, you know, I looked up Nicole Richie's tattoos because the, the person in the, the club or the bar had like very distinct tattoos on her back. I was looking at Cole Richie tattoos. I'm like, yep, those are those are matching tattoos, and that does look like her now that, that you say it. <laughs> no, it did like a David Attenborough, like <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at look at the markings on her back. Yeah. Um, the markings are unique to the Richie. I had an interesting interaction at one place. Um, wait, what is this place called Bacchanal? Which is if you ever go to New Orleans. Wonderful place. I think you should go if you like to listen to live music and just like snack and, and drink. Uh, it's got like a little outdoor area you can sit in and they have live bands. I think every day they're open. Um, we're sitting at our table. I'm looking at, at the table and there's like this little metal thing on the table. At first I thought it was part of the table and I touch it and it moves and it's just like a kind of strong magnet. And, you know, I'm messing it with, with it. We're both messing with it. Uh, and we... As we were finishing, we paid our bill, we get up, and we we put the magnet back on the table. And we walk by this guy, this white guy, and he like says like very kind of under his breath, nice tip. And we're like both looking at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> we're like, wow. well, I paid, uh, and we gave a tip. That was a magnet. And he's like, he tries to backtrack. He's like, I was just, you know, just joking. There's so many jokers around here or something. I was like, it sounds like you're trying to talk shit. <laughs> Noah, he was really talking about your penis. He could see it through your pants. He was like, nice tip. You don't want to say it too loud. Oh, nice <laughs> yeah, that was like, I was like, really, dude? Like, you don't, you don't even know. You don't even know what's going on. Some so people love to be judgy. And they love to be judgy out loud, like passive yeah. aggressively. <laughs> it's like, without knowing the whole story. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, it was a good trip. I feel like this trip, though. I didn't have the best food. Um, like there's some good food, but like I feel like I have had better food in my previous trip trips. Like even my last trip, ooh, there's a place I went to with uh, Bryce, you know, listener friend of the show, Bryce. Uh, that was really good. Mm. I did. I did get to try my favorite barbecue place. Well, I've only tried one barbecue place there, so there may be better. But I like this place called the Joint. Um, and they have, they have, I don't remember the ribs being so good. Maybe because I don't normally eat ribs, but uh, we were able to get one rib, uh, and it was fucking delicious. 
Did you order it like, uh, like uh, Chris Rock? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I did not. <laughs> we were full. We wanted to try the ribs. And put, I was put, like. Put it in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I sure am hungry. <laughs> uh, my favorite part. Oh, God. I got to show that movie to Drew. Oh, shit. There's so many movies I got to show to Drew still. Ah. <sighs> You may not get to them all. I'm just going to let you know that now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've looked out. My kids have accepted most of the movies, and they like them. I've I've had a pretty good track record. I don't think I've really had one that they're like, Dad, what the hell are you showing me right now? But, yeah, I've had a good track record. You guys have, uh, Tim, Andy, you guys had a good track record with that? Mostly good, uh, but I I don't know if you all know this about me. Uh, I fucking love Edgar Wright movies, and Shaun of the Dead is probably Mm -hmm. one of my favorite movies of all time. We just showed that to Drew because we've been watching a lot of horror movies since it's October. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. I'm like, but it it's so intricate. There's so many callbacks and like they did this and they did that. He's like, yeah, that's, that's great. But I'm not a fucking film student, dad. I don't really care about that much as much as you do. <laughs> uh, All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been weirdly hit and miss. With like showing my kids stuff and them liking it or not. Like I showed them Superman four, they were super into it. <laughs> I was like, this isn't a great one. I just wanted to show it to you before you had too much taste to realize it was crap. Yeah. <laughs> this is for completionists. Like, this is the best Superman movie. Something's but wrong then, with my children. It was two years ago I showed them Captain EO and they couldn't care less. I was like, You are out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any movies that I've like. To, I think I've played it safe. You know, the ones I know they're gonna like, like Back to the Future, Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think I've really tested the water. Like Drop Dead Fred was a surprise to me. Like I, I was like, and man, that is raunchy. I don't know if you guys remember Drop Dead Fred. But man, he's looking up the old lady's skirts, yep. talking about <laughs> cobwebs in her in her cooch. It's like wow. Jesus. Wow, I I did not remember that. <laughs> Beetlejuice too in the theme of Halloween when he's like nice effing model and grabs his crotch oh. I'm like oh my yeah I remember God. that one th- I remember that one line and so I did, I timed a cough for that exact uh, bit of dialogue when I showed them that the other week but then how do you cover up the whorehouse that's like in the- oh they don't know what that is uh, in fairness, uh, I didn't know what that was when I saw neither, Beetlejuice. Right? Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I, that's one of those ones where it's like the little grenade goes off later. I think <laughs> like, I, grow I, feel like up, I had like, some idea oh, that had to, uh-huh. had to do with sex, right? Between him being yeah, thorny was, and, and whatnot. I was like, ah, that's probably something for people who want to know what that is. I don't care. I'm busy watching this crazy antics of Beetlejuice. <laughs> I can't be worried about what that house is supposed to be. 90s were crazy. <laughs> who, who thought, like, okay, let's take that and let's make a Saturday morning cartoon out of it. Like that and Toxic <laughs> Avenger. Oh Toxic my gosh. Avenger, Toxic the movie Avenger. is night and day. My God. <laughs> they made a RoboCop cartoon. Yes, they did. Oh, my gosh. It was an R-rated movie where at some point a dude drenched in toxic waste is splattered by a car and his head rolls over the top of it. <laughs> Let's not forget the dick shot. Like, no, he just has a dude Never get shot, a shot. rapist get shot in the dick. Wait, in the cartoon? 
Or the no. movie? No, yes. no, no. Yes. Movie. Oh, okay. cartoon of RoboCop. <laughs> they shot. A, they introduced a cartoon rapist and shot him in his cartoon penis. I was like, "What the Take fuck?" Take that, Pepe Le Pew. What have I been missing? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! God damn! Uh, speaking of which, oh, Tim may have seen this on a uh, on a. Uh, oh, actually, well, yeah, Tim may have seen this on um, TikTok, but like. <laughs> It's just a fucking some someone sent me a weird ass like Sizzler commercial like from 1985. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Did I, you say said, Sizzler? No, Sizzler, Sizzler. Oh, okay, Sizzler. Like a, gotcha. mm. uh, I don't know if I can put it in the whole chat, but uh, oh, Sizzler. Yeah, Sizzler. Right. I thought Sizzler. Sizzler. Like, like, I, yeah, I was like, so- I mean, like. <laughs> Like Wesleyan scissors? <laughs> they had to do commercials for that? <laughs> I mean, it was the 90s. There were no limits. Everything was extreme. Was like, why, why did I miss those? Those sound like some commercials I could get nostalgic for. <laughs> extreme 90s trimming. <laughs> like s- some gals in flannel listening to grunge? <laughs> or really whitewashed hip hop? <laughs> <laughs> Which was not supposed to be a lesbian stereotype, just a 90s stereotype of everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally yes. got it. Yes, so I make that clear. <laughs> yes. Like, Tim thinks all lesbians hate, <laughs> hate ethnic hip hop. <laughs> no, Tim that, can't even talk. That was just uh, white suburbia in the 90s. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was my week. Nice. Uh, well, in addition to also being disappointed by the fact that the rest of my family did not enjoy the Babadook nearly as much as I did. Uh, speaking of movies that the rest of the family did not share taste in. Uh, actually, I got to stay on this for just half a sec. Um, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I watched it years and years ago. Told Kate, like, oh, you should guys. absolutely watch this. Uh, but it went off of whatever streaming it was on before she could see it. And I'm pretty sure it came back a couple of times. Like, she just wasn't in the mood to watch it. So finally, it's like, oh. It's it's on streaming. It's October. We can watch this with Drew. We can watch this with Caitlin. Because... I I thought the movie was like a really great look into like, it's like a horror movie talking about grief, really. At least that's my interpretation of it. And I was like, this is one of those movies where it's like, I want to, I want to dissect it with my family. I want to talk about what people thought it meant and like what, what people thought, like what was really going on. And uh, the rest of my family was like, Oh yeah, it's a scary monster. I'm like, no, but, but what about the layers? They're like, the scary monster was lasagna. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, with, uh, I, with I, marinara. I was a little disappointed because like oh, i showed you this thing that was special to me and it isn't special to you we don't share this but i, I moved on scary monster was a parfait man who doesn't like a parfait somebody's a parfait and no so in that movie was the uh babadook did, was he played by um Vern troyer or was he played by um willow or anybody famous or is it just, just the usual uh no the, the usual is, babadook I, I assume played by somebody very tall uh because yeah the character was oh was i thought enormous. he was a little person based oh, on no, the no. cover it looked like it was a little oh, guy with yeah, a hat it, yep it does it looks it looks like it's a little dude with a hat and uh no uh when you first see mr babadook he is not small oh jesus yeah i learned recently that the writer director i can't remember uh, wrote it into their contract that there can be no sequels to the Babadook. Yes, the oh, person wow. who owns the, um, I, I think it is the director. He, he owns the right, and he's like, no, that will never. It's never going to happen. Like that's not that it's unnecessary to do it. 
Oh, so, so they're not now we Freddy can't have the night have the Baba Tuke. Yeah, <laughs> where they put the number two in there. Baba Tuke sounds like a a hobbit to me. Baba Duke already sounds like like a Norwegian folk song or something, right? <laughs> sounds like a good time. Let's get our Baba Duke on, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like a, a piece of skiing equipment. Ah, oh, crap! I can't go skiing. I forgot my Baba Dukes. <laughs> Or just a nasty shit. Man, I got to go take a Baba Duke, bro. Oh. <laughs> this ain't no regular Duke. This is a Baba Duke. <laughs> this is like the father of all Dukes. There's definitely going to be some trauma. Baba Duke. Baba Duke. Oh. Uh. Uh, speaking of Dukes, uh, that's the other big news from this week. Um, we <laughs> finally, we finally decided on a uh, a, a bidet toilet seat cover. So, like, the, we're not, we didn't replace the whole toilet; we just oh. replaced the toilet seat and gained a bidet. So uh, magical! Oh my god! Oh my! I, how, how how did I live before this? I to- I told you a couple years ago, man. Yeah, don't, don't sleep on the bidet. Oh, oh no! Man. I know. I mean, that's generally good advice. Don't sleep <laughs> on your bidet. <laughs> Yeah, probably. It'll get, it'll get hemorrhoids. Won't be a good situation. <laughs> well, I, I was picturing you feast, sleeping face first on it. Yeah. So the, the That's only also downside bad. is that to, to make room for all of the moving parts, like the, the hole in the toilet seat is a little bit smaller. So you feel like you feel like you're trying to aim everything like a little bit more yeah. carefully. Like you're trying to position yeah. everything a little more carefully. But the 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 I mean Tim and Noah used to live with me, so they're well aware of this, but listeners and Vic are probably not aware that when I was in my 20s, like if I took an especially nasty shit, you know, especially before they had flushable wipes, if I took an especially nasty shit, which was a lot of shits because I ate a lot of Taco Bell and, and Pizza Hut and whatnot, <laughs> uh, I'd just hop in the shower. Like It didn't even need to be a whole shower, but I was definitely going to wash out my ass. <laughs> yep. And now- Can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> and you always had to take a shit like right before we had to go somewhere. Yep, God. we're just about to leave for dinner. I'm like, I guess we're never going to eat. <laughs> hey, that, to, to Andy's uh, Andy's credit, that happens even to me. Like right before I'm like, I'm late to work, and then fuck, I gotta take a crap because I'm gonna be stuck in traffic with this crap, and then it's never quick. <laughs> but did you? Yeah, but I never took a shower. <laughs> no, I never took a shower after. It was less about the shitting <laughs> and more about the ass watching <laughs> that really would slow us down. I mean, that's what was such a small part of it. Like, but I guess it was like it was insult to injury or something. But, <laughs> that's like no, I can't. I can't be seen by humans with an ass like this right now. Like that toilet paper did not. I needed like a, I needed a chisel. Oh, I needed a water Dan hammer. Needed, Andy. Okay, it was all of us. Oh, and he's uh, he's whited out he's now. Back. He's back. Yeah. He's back. It's it's uninterrupted on my side. So you know you you didn't lose that uh, that magic I was spitting right there. You just don't get to hear it right now. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I got that. I got something magic like terribly funny. Spitting. Yes, yes. So uh mm. yeah, like <laughs> like overall, I I highly recommend it. It is it is such a quality of life improvement. And like we're using now, so much less toilet paper and wipes and stuff now. Now, Andy, I gotta forewarn mm-hmm. uh, as a as a semi-veteran of the uh, bidet, mm-hmm. don't trust the self-cleaning device. Try and take care of that sooner <laughs> than later. <laughs> Because self-cleaning is not always the best cleaning. And when you unveil that thing for the first time, it's a track record. It's like looking at your cookies on your browser history, bro. It's going to get nasty. 
Good to know. Good to know. Yes, that, that was the self-cleaning that was device. I was only able to convince Caitlin to to buy this with the fact that the wand is self-cleaning, and like it self-cleans when it's going out. It's self-cleaning after you leave. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's even got like a a fancy little thing where it's like yeah, we we electrolyze the water to you know like make it slightly acidic, and I'm like oh Ooh. that's that is. That is fancy. Like the Japanese really know how to, <laughs> they know how to get shit done. Literally. Your assholes getting those electric Hey-o. lights. <laughs> Shooting Gatorade up in there. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that, Give me that purple frame. flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that bright blue unnatural flavor. <laughs> the Arctic blue right up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta rejuvenate down below. That's the best way to get your electrolytes, man. Right up the it right is. up the ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the quickest absorption. That's how Michael Jordan that, did it back in the day. Thing? In the locker room. Yeah. He's bent over. Scotty Pippen poured it in his ass. Yeah. This is great. That's how he won. He's like, boof me some Powerade. I got a sponsorship. <laughs> Baba Duke me some Powerade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I uh, think you won. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tim, please name this episode Baba Duke me some Powerade. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if you want to get into this. Any news on the job front? Uh I'm assuming you're talking to me. <laughs> no, I was, I was talking well, to I'm Noah. With, I'm yeah. with you on that one. Yeah, actually, another job. <laughs> there, there is. I, and I don't know that I shared this with you guys earlier on our text, so this may be new info. Uh I don't know why I chose to pronounce that word that way. Um <laughs> Uh, I had a couple of recruiters where like things seemed like they were getting a little bit serious and they, they seemed like companies I might want to work for. So it's like, Oh yeah, this is, this is pretty cool. We'll, I'll continue moving things along with these guys. Uh, and they just ghosted me. It's <laughs> like, yeah, we talked about that two weeks ago. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, so this week I, no late last week, very late last week, but since the last time I recorded, uh, I, I pinged him and it was sort of like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm assuming I haven't heard from you. So you decided you weren't interested. So I'll, I'll take you off my follow-up list. Uh, immediately got two very apologetic replies from both companies. They're like, we're so sorry. Uh, things got really crazy, but this is totally on me. No, the company is still like really interested. We're, we're setting up another interview with you. And so I was like, Oh, wow. That's like, I was trying to find ways to send those emails where it's like, where I'm pointing out, Hey, you fucking ghosted me without being like bridge burning about <laughs> it or, or like bitchy about it. Like, like how do I be like, Hey, this wasn't cool, but also like it wasn't cool, but I kind of don't give a shit. Oh, how do I, how do I ride that line? I didn't really find a way. So it was just like, Hey, I assume since I haven't heard back from you, you guys aren't interested. So I'll take you off the, the follow-up list. Thanks. Uh, yeah. And, and for both of them to come back, it's like, oh, well, that feels a lot better. Like, I, I don't know that I, I'm they going like to wind me. up working for either of these companies, but yeah, to like be unghosted like that, it was like, okay. So I'm, I, cause I had really felt like I must've fucked something up. Like I must've fucked up an interview or I must've pissed somebody off or they found Tancast or something, something <laughs> bad happened. <laughs> and I was like. I was spiraling a little. I was kind of going through like you know, the the Rolodex of memories. Like, oh, oh shit, what did I do? Like, what didn't I do? What could I have done? What did I fuck up? Like, what what wasn't showing enough promise? What 
what made the, and not even like not enough promise, like, oh, hey, you know, thanks, but bye. Just more of like, well, fuck this guy. I'm going to set up a, I'm going to set up a rule that auto deletes all of his emails. Cause it was kind of feeling like that, but yeah, I guess not. I guess just humans fucking up, which being a human who's fucked up, I kind of understand. <laughs> you are loved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i am uh, oh the other good news this week is uh there there had been a position open at a company that i really want to work for and while i was working on my resume like they filled it or something uh because it disappeared and then when i was just like oh, i'm just gonna like i'm gonna take i'm gonna step away i'm just gonna be away from things um Apparently it reopened and I missed a window. Uh, and then I rechecked again this week and the position reopened. So like I've, I have finally like, what is it? A month and change later, like five weeks later, I finally got the, the application in for what I think is probably my dream job. So hopefully I hear back on something and they, they don't just ghost me. Does it concern you that it keeps opening and shutting? Like they've gone through like three people since they're you've large, been at work. No, they're a large company. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the, the, they're a large it's company. It's open. He's is, fired. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> and it's, it's open. He's fired. And it, it's a it's a role where it's like they don't care where you live, so it's like like they open it nationally. Mm. But it's like one at a time as they're hiring people. But then. You get to move across the country to live wherever you wanna. <laughs> I mean, depending on what sort of pay I land, yeah, this very well could be one of those kind of roles. They definitely yeah. have. They definitely have offices all over the country, like in, like in Kansas. San Fr- yes, uh, <laughs> no, actually, they don't. Have, I don't think they have any offices in Kansas. <laughs> But uh, if I wanted to move to Indiana, <laughs> I could definitely move to Indiana. Pretty sure they got an office there. You know, I've always does I've anybody always want to move to Indiana? <laughs> Indiana Jones. <laughs> he doesn't even live in Indiana, but he wants to. <laughs> Actually, I think he does. It's it's funny because one of the companies that I'm still talking to is uh, they're headquartered in Chicago, and part of the thing is like we don't require a lot of travel, but you know from time to time we we do require that everybody come to the uh, to the central office. And Caitlin is super excited about me landing a job there. She's like, "They're gonna fly you to Chicago." I'm like, "Well, yeah, from time to time." She's like, "You'll be able to bring home the pizzas." Like, yeah, yeah. from time to time. <laughs> is, I don't know why, but my daughter, ever since she was little. She had an obsession with Chicago. Anytime I'm like, hey, baby, where do you want to go on vacation? Chicago. I'm like, what? I, don't, I was like, was she are you like 80s SNL? I, I think so. She's like, I want to see dub bears and doubles. <laughs> <laughs> Even in diapers. She's got like, another heart attack. That is like. So before. <laughs> go ahead. I was just, I was just going to say, that's a weird thing. Like, I've, I've never really understood, like, shipping food, like pizza, like. From someplace else to where I, I I am, like I'm like oh well, it, well it's called Domino's and if you call them they get it there <laughs> yeah. thirty minutes or less. <laughs> like, I know the thing people of... do, and I'm just like I I've never fully understood it. So until fairly recently, I don't think there were any good like legit Chicago style pizza places in Atlanta. 
but they are chock-a-block in Chicago. And Caitlin used to live, not in Chicago, but like near enough to Chicago that she'd visit it from time to time and near enough that she could get like legit Chicago style pizza. So having a regional food like that, that can be frozen and can travel in my carry on. Uh, it was like a, it was like a really special treat. So when my old job used to send me to Chicago, you know, like probably once or twice a year, it was like, there was like a little, a neat little thing that I could do that I could bring that stuff back. So it wasn't like we were paying to have it, you know, put on dry ice and shipped to us or whatever. It was like, I'm already going to Chicago. I can just pick up these frozen pizzas, wrap them up in, you know, in some insulation inside my carry on and bring them home. And I'm home like, you know, eight hours later and they're still rock hard. Speaking of wieners, I might be alone on this, but I, I don't understand a Chicago hot dog. That's way too much shit on a hot dog for me. You guys like those style where they throw like the whole kitchen on a hot dog? Oh yeah. I'll, I'll fuck oh, like no. well sorry, go ahead. No, that's all I said. Oh no. Uh <laughs> continue. <laughs> so like would you consider like hot dogs and sausages like similar? I mean, in shape, but not taste or anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I yeah, like then, some shit on a, like a sausage. Like there's a donor one where it comes like with feta and like lettuce and oh. onions. And, oh, it's so good. Oh, God. So good. Oh, so good. Tim. I put it on my Ketchup savory oatmeal. Tim, I put it on my savory oatmeal. It's delicious. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put onions on a hot dog sometimes. But like really, like you know, like the the classic kind of onion and mustard. But really, if I'm doing something on a hot dog, I prefer it to either be super simple, like you know, ketchup and mustard, or I'll do like uh, you know, chili or chili and onions, or like you know, chili onion cheese. Andy, I will never go to a baseball game. Did you say mustard and onions as a classic mm, combo? Mm, 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 yeah, that's that delicious. Some hot breath, bro. Oh yeah! No, no, no! This isn't like I don't like hang out with humans after I do that. It's like, oh yeah, a spicy hot dog. Oh, you're gonna be burping. No, we're gonna put some onions in with that. Oh my god! Yeah, no, no. Then some mustard, but you know, like the kind with the horseradish in it too. So you get two kinds of heat. What really kills me is when people say they slather mayonnaise on it. That uh, I was just about to say. Sometimes uh-huh. I put mayonnaise on a hot dog. Uh, I knew you were going to be that one, Tim. Oh. Deal with me. It's not something I do often, but just when I know it's going to annoy everybody else I'm at the table with. I'm like, look at me. Oh. Oh. Look at me, everybody. I can't put mayonnaise on anything that is like that like brings its own grease. I cannot put. I cannot abide mayonnaise on a uh, on a hamburger, bacon burger. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, show me where I'm wrong. <laughs> cheeseburger, sometimes, yeah, bacon cheeseburger with mayonnaise on it. Oh, sometimes I wrap bacon around the hot dog, oh, and then fine. I put mayonnaise on. Oh it. God! All oh, of the mayonnaise. <laughs> it looks like it has rabies. It's frothing with so much mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I can't know Tim huh. anymore. This is making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> this is making me the opposite of hungry. This is making me think I need to go visit the bidet. <laughs> don't sleep on it oh, no. Tim all I'm picturing is a tightly wrapped hot dog with mayonnaise looking like an uncircumcised never mind I'm not even close <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> oh yeah you yeah you you mentioned did you mention bacon wrapped hot dog Tim 
toss yeah, some uh, yeah. toss some feta cheese on that, Vic, right in the mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, oh, oh God, <laughs> right <in the laughs> so it's chunky and white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wiener Schnitzel used to have a bacon wrapped hot dog, and they stopped selling it. I'm like, what? The, what are you doing? Because people like, like you were throwing mayonnaise on it and destroying the whole thing. <laughs> I'll be honest, I rarely threw mayonnaise on a bacon hot dog. I just knew it would gross you guys out. But <laughs> I, as for as terms of hot dogs, I am simple: bun, <clears throat> dog, ketchup. Now leave it alone and back away slowly. That's all I need. <laughs> Not even yellow like mustard. Oh, we got some mustard. Stick that mustard up your ass and walk away. <laughs> oh, like like a hot dog is like that, that's. I'll, I'll put up with yellow mustard on a on a hamburger, but like a hot dog for me is like that's the one place that yellow mustard belongs ever. Nope, absolutely not. Keep that mustard right. right up your ass where you shoved it, and go sit on the bidet and get it loose or whatever you got to do. But get away from me and my hot dog. Well, you have uh, three things. Bun, I'm, meat, ketchup. I'm going to bring my mustard Tim, to after, put it all over your hot dog. After the mayonnaise discussion, Tim, I'm not so worried about uh, uh, you're judging me. You're judging my taste. I don't, I don't care. Okay. I'll still judge you. Okay. That won't stop me from judging. Your worry is not a factor in my judgment. So, Tim, how was your week? Oh, well, not too much major. I mean, I already talked about the uh, the lawn decorations, but uh, the weather finally turned cold enough where I had to put on pants for the first time in a while. And you when just I walk went... around with butt naked or what, bro? Shorts, my friend. I was oh, wearing okay. shorts. Letting it swing on me. And it's tribe. <laughs> yeah, I dropped my kids off wearing nothing. <laughs> nice Have a good day at school. <laughs> you got to wear the shirt. So, you know, like right. as you drive by, yeah, the cops poop. don't stop you. Oh, I get out of the car, sir. I get out of the car and walk him to the gate. So oh. there would be pants. There would have to be something, or else there would be a call. So do you do you uh, <laughs> do you do the helicopter, the windmill, the classic? I do none of these things. I have shorts on. Okay. Can I get get to the quick thing I was gonna say? For fuck's sake! Clearly not. Clearly you can't. I put on pants, and when I went to put my belt on, I got to go one loop tighter than I have since the last time I put them on. Nice. Nice. I was buddy. like, hey, not only that, like the loop that it was on, it was like, <laughs> and now, now not only is it not that it's the next loop over. I was like, hey, I am slightly a less fat fuck than I used to be. Bro, that's so awesome. I know oh, that's man. a great I, feeling, bro. I remember when I had my belt go in that direction and then it reversed course. <laughs> Now and I the celebrated next... by going to Taco Bell. Don't you worry about Tim. <laughs> Tim, the next the, the next achievement is when you're going to notice that you can't rest your phone on your gut no more. When you lay down, you can't use it as like a kickstand. That was the best feeling, bro. When I could stop doing that. Tim takes two steps forward and then runs it back to the Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's running. Yeah. And then when he gets there, he asks if they can put mayonnaise on it. <laughs> oh, I also got my COVID shots this week. My COVID and my flu shot. Yeah, so hey, get those COVID shots. Maybe oh, it'll give you the I shit so you can that. lose more weight. I, uh, I got a really bad cold the, the day we were supposed to get our shots done, and then we didn't do it yesterday. How about you, Vic? Yeah. How was your week? Oh, you know. Well, you know what? I was like, uh, we've made it 50 minutes into the show without even turning it over to our special guest. (laughs) (laughs) I I wasn't going to say anything, but I just want to make sure I get to what I've kind of been pushing on my audience that they were going to get. But uh, if you guys made it to this point, I appreciate you guys. And here's probably what you guys were hoping for. (laughs) Because for the longest time I had been promoting the first time I I had gone – well. 
the first time. Like I've been multiple times. I've only been to jail one time. And uh, unfortunately, it was due to um, this crazy thing called an addiction. And uh, thankfully, um, uh, it's been more than a week. It's, I'm actually celebrating 30 days uh, completely clear, sober, uh, living strong and healthy and a completely new life. And um, and yeah, oh, got the kids screaming, of course, perfect timing. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh geez. And that was the other thing. I went silent for a little bit. My kids, I said, okay, you guys take care of each other. I got to record. And I keep getting handed chocolate, uh, granola bars and stuff like that. And I realized how much sugar these kids have intake. So if you do hear them <laughs> screaming in the back, they were quote unquote taking care of each other by giving each other sweets. Anyways. Um, so yeah. That's uh, a good sibling so, right there. <laughs> that, that's love. Um, <laughs> that's right. That's right. They got to take care of each other. Oh, and they're giving me sour looks in the back. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, very excited. I've started this journey and uh, what helped me this time around was uh, was actually going public with it because what happened before, it, I was always somebody that knew I had an addiction to uh, painkillers. I had gotten in a ac- car accident in 2009 and um and that back then they were like throwing them out like Tic Tacs. I mean, mm-hmm. I would go to the doctor and they're like, we're going to just give you these. And if you want to take them, you could take them. It wasn't like the loops and hoops you got to jump through nowadays. It was just like, here you go. Here's a whole 90 day, 90 uh, day supply. You know, if you want to use it, use it, whatever. Um, and so it quickly got to the point where I noticed I was getting sick when I didn't have it. And so I was for since 2009, just try and be normal. That's all I want. I was never looking to be that like unfunctional person. I just wanted to be functional and not be like a grumpy, hot, sweaty mess and trying to get through the day. And um, so I was always one that was trying to hide the addiction. Mm. And I know you guys were talking to Andy specifically. Uh, you know, you're 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 familiar with addiction with some of your your family members or whatnot. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. for for your loss and whatnot. But um, yeah, it's hard, man. And your family notices it, whether you, uh, whether you think you're hiding it amazingly, uh, your friends will notice. Um, so what I found uh, was I've always had inspiration in Jay and Silent Bob. I mean, I've listened to Smodcast like you guys, but, you know, Jay and Silent Bob strike back or not or get old, I should say. They're that podcast where Jason mm-hmm. Muse went public with it, helped him and me always having comfort being in front of the camera. I think be letting it out and, you know, coming clean to everybody uh, helped me be accountable with that. And while I know that's not everybody's cup of tea, you know, everybody's not as comfortable with their journey. Uh, I do recommend if you are going through addiction to find comfort and friends and support and family. Um, and I'm blessed that I had these three with me in the journey and, you know, whether they knew it or not, you know, even in homelessness and the stress and depression and feeling loneliness these guys have always been there for me, and so it, it really helped. Um, so, yeah, but uh, it does – addiction's crazy for one thing or another, but it does lead to some crazy things, including going to uh, going to jail for about a week for um, <laughs> stealing Disney DVDs, of all things. And uh, let me tell you, um, Target doesn't play around with their security. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is a couple years ago, and um, – I had gone into Target thinking I was Mr. Sly, and I had a system where you go in through self-checkout, and, uh, you know, you think the cameras aren't really watching you, but let me tell you, Target security does watch you, and eventually they figure out your little game, and so they'll be waiting for you at the uh, 
the uh, the exit. And um, so when I'm approaching the exit, they come around from the outside, stop my cart. And at this time, I'm about 220, 230, a pretty hefty man. And um, panic sets in and I try to run. They jump on my back and I manage to slither out somehow. And I'm like, okay, this is really happening. They're still chasing me. And I see, start to see lights and sirens. And I'm like, oh, this is getting real life. And I made it about halfway up the parking lot to the men's warehouse shopping center. And I try, I'm trying to uh, blend in looking for a suit, but I'm all out of breath. And they're like, are you okay? Are you, are you, are you, pass, are you pass out? And I was like, yeah, I just really, I really need a suit right now. Um, you got anything in, a, in about a 45? And, uh, <laughs> and they were looking at me like I'm all weird. And um, uh, one of the customers that had been in Target, they were like, hey man, that they're looking for that guy. And so I panic. I'm like, okay, uh, suck it up. And I start running to the next closest spot, which is Del Taco. Of course, my fat butt goes into there, tries to blend in. I order a number one and thinking I could just blend in as a fat customer and go into the bathroom and change my outfit real quick. And uh, unfortunately, by the time I came out of the bathroom, everybody was waiting for me right outside the door. I never did get that number one. I did spend that money on it, unfortunately. (laughs) They they, uh, They didn't grab it for you? (laughs) <laughs> no, I think they would. I mean, I went cooperatively. Once they got me, I was like, "All right, they got me. They got me. I can't. I can't run no more." Um, One of the cops so, finally picked it up. I was like, "Well, <laughs> right. this is right. a donation to the Police Benevolent Society." <laughs> this is why we need police reform. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> too many, too many accused people, not even convicted yet, have been lost of their Del Taco. Uh-huh. It needs to stop. <laughs> So, um, so I'm getting taken down to the station. I'm sweating bullets at this point. And unfortunately I was also, um, you know, slightly withdrawing at this part. And so I'm trying to, but at the, at this point, the withdrawals were minor because I'm surrounded by the scariest of Sacramento in these holding cells for hours on end. And everybody's just looking at you, trying to just size you up. And me, I'm over here, super chubby Disney nerd. And, uh, you know, they're, they're a question. Everybody questions you when you get in there. Cause they want to make sure what you're in there for. And they're like, Hey homie, what you in here for? And I, I was, I started off as best as I could. I was like, man, I was stealing stuff. And they're like, word, what? Like cars, you just breaking into home Depot. I was like, nah, dog movies. I was like, what? He, they would look at me like a crazy movies. You can stream nowadays. What are you stealing movies for? What kind of movies were you stealing? Disney movies, dog. I, I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it like <laughs> at all, like feasible. At at that point, they were like, oh, man, let's just ignore this guy. So at least that got him off my back. And I kind of was able to make him laugh with that. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's a scary thing when you're in there with the hardened criminals and you're. Oh, is that me? No, no, it's not you. Oh, shit. Vic, can you hear us? Maybe we'll come back. We can't hear you. Come back to us, Vic. Oh, there's a warning about his local backup. Oh, do you run out of space? Let's stop. I think so, yeah. Yeah, should we stop recording so we get his upload? Sure, and then maybe you can clear it and do it again? Yeah, maybe. All right, so I'm going to stop. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. And we're back. Sorry about that. I jinxed us. I call, I said we weren't going to have anything on my part, and look at that. It happened. 
So, um, okay, so so I don't keep these guys tied up. So, real quick, the, I think where we left off was, uh, so I'm getting checked in, and I'm getting, uh, when they take you to jail, they don't take you to, um, you know, where you're going to initially stay right off the bat. No, they throw you, so in Sacramento, it's like a, and you can actually see what Sacramento jail looks like if you watch a, a documentary on uh, Netflix called Jailbirds, and they show exactly what's what it's like in there, mainly from the women's side, but it's all the same place. But it's a tall, stacked building. And the higher you go, the crazier the people are. And because you are coming in with everybody, they throw everybody with everybody. So it doesn't matter what crime you've committed. And they threw me up there, and I was terrified. Thank God I was in the cell by myself. But I'm hearing people banging their heads against the wall, screaming, throwing their dookie at the people that are trying to just hand them toilet paper. And I was like, God, what am I doing here? And Oh, man. Talk about rock bottom when you when you get to that point. But then they do check you in where you're supposed to go. And, you know, more people that are in line with what you did wrong. And I get in there and uh, I have no mattress. So um uh, and I'm supposed to be on the top bunk and I'm sold. I, I know whatever I know from jail, what you're supposed to do is from movies. So I, I'm just trying to rerun any jail scene <laughs> I've ever that's seen. That's the good, <laughs> yeah. good sorry point. <laughs> yes, exactly. And from what I know is races you blend didn't get a with poster, races. <laughs> you didn't get a poster of Rita Hayworth, did you? No, yeah. And I, I looked for the closest spoon so I could start digging as soon as possible. But I was like on the 16th floor. So if I start digging and I climb out, I'm going to fall. So, um, <laughs> but, just got to uh, Spider-Man your way down after that. Uh-huh. Yep. So I'm holding my breath cause I don't know who's going to be my cellmate or whatever. And what kind of front I got to put on. I know that I can't talk about what I've been in here for because that doesn't help give me no street cred. So I'm going in there, no mattress in hand, looking like a total newbie, broken glasses at this point because they had, uh, you know, the target security had jumped on my back and broke my glasses at the time. And um, so I get in there and uh, it wasn't what I was expecting. It was sure enough, um, a guy that looks identical to Walter White. And I get in there and he immediately checks me. He says, uh, hey, man, what are you? Are you a paisa? Which means it's like a an, kind of a street term for Mexican. And I was like, I am technically, but uh, my mom is half white. So I was like. Look, man, I'm like brown on the outside, but my mom's like white. So I'm whatever you need me to be right now. So whatever, whatever keeps me and you cool, bro. I'm, I'm right. Like I tried to talk the most proper I've ever talked in my life. And he was like, oh, you're an other. Okay. And then after that, he totally knew that like, you're not supposed to be in here, bro. This is going to be a chill thing. And from then on, he was actually my saving grace because he fought for me to get an actual mattress because until then I was sleeping on uh, concrete and all this stuff. And I wasn't going to like make any strides with anybody, but he's, he was kind of, he had been there for a few years and he was like, I'll take care of you. And he could see that I was getting lonely and he would teach me how to play chess and stuff. I was only there for a week, but it was like a long week. And, mm. uh, and it felt like it was taking forever. And it wasn't because of what I did was wrong. It was just because the court system at the time was just so jam-packed that my court date wasn't until um, uh, about a week later. But, man, I swear, if I didn't have that cellmate that I did, and, and to this day, uh, he's gotten out. And I've reached out to hopefully thank him. But, I mean, I've never gotten a response. But, I mean, God puts people in your path at different times for different reasons. And uh, or a higher power, what, whatever you want to believe, puts things in, in line, I feel, 
for different reasons. And uh, yeah, thankfully he was there for me. But uh, he did yeah. give me my official um, nickname for jail, which was uh, Little Dookie. Um, because um, <laughs> as much as I was trying to hide the withdrawals, when you go through withdrawals, you got to take the most liquid crap possible. And uh, <laughs> yeah, man, that's all I was doing most <laughs> of that week. That. <laughs> no. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that quickly became my nickname. So um, if I ever... Heaven forbid not, I ever not, had to go back. Dookie? <laughs> not, not Big Dookie. Not the Big Dookie. Not the Baba Dookie? <laughs> Call back. And um, I, I will forewarn. Thanks, Tim. Do not get comfortable in jail, too. No matter how much of a buddy you think your cellmate is, watch what you say. Uh, because one life lesson I do have to share, just in case anybody finds themselves in this particular path and they, they happen to stumble on this, um, be careful what you say because uh, – I would get comfortable with my cellmate. We would joke back and forth. And there was a, there was a rather large black guy that was in the cell next to us. And there, uh, he was friends with my cellmate. Even though they were different races, they were kind of like the leaders of each other ones. And I was like, oh, man, I would never mess with that guy. He's like, uh, he's like Debo. And he's like, Debo? What's Debo? And I, for you that aren't familiar, that's the large guy with the crazy eyes from the movie Friday. And sure enough, yeah, he starts cracking up. Zeus Lister. <laughs> yes. And sure enough, he um, he he thought it was so funny that he wanted to share it with that guy. And oh, um, dear. oh, oh dear. shit. Yes. Uh, oh, whew. then the next time I went to go use the payphone, he made sure that uh, I, I I didn't touch that payphone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So just be careful what you say, even though you think you're being funny and everybody's laughing with you. Not everybody takes your jokes the same way. <laughs> so, uh yeah, but uh, all in all, I, I'm grateful to have the experience because I know at the end of the day, I never want to go back to that. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just crazy things that your addiction leads you to, whether you think you're doing it for the right reasons of just wanting to be functional or what. Addiction's addiction at the end of the day. And if, if you have the strength to say no and, and, and start moving forward, because once you do, life gets so much better. And even though I'm dealing with, uh, you know, I'm a pre-divorce right now. Um, just because of the whole situation of, uh, it was kind of a mutual addiction thing. And unfortunately, uh, we separated to try and get each other clean, um, give each other clean. Um, but unfortunately everybody has their journeys and, and, uh, you know, unfortunately I can't, can't let certain things hold me back anymore. Cause I'm just seeing the pure progress in my family. I'm reconnecting with my family, my kids, my friends, things are doors are opening it's just it's a whole new light and i know i'm a lot of people say i'm in the pink cloud era at least the uh, uh now that i'm part of narcotics anonymous uh you know they they say be careful with pink cloud because you know even when it's like the brightest life still comes at you and you got to be ready for it but uh thankfully because i have accountability with my new show called uh, one day at a time and uh you know my friends and family that i can count on and now not have to hide it from I think I, I, I'm definitely ready for the next chapter. So I really appreciate you guys, you know, being a part of this journey and, and allowing me to share it with your audience, just in case any of your audience is going through it, but also letting me share my story with my audience through you guys. So I really appreciate it. Well, yeah, both members of our audience now have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, now New Zealand, he's going to help some people out New Zealand. <laughs> right? You never know. Yeah. I think um, the lesson here is if you just stolen Batman v Superman, Target wouldn't have cared. They'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> let's take it. Give those away, man. <laughs> 
Can you just not tell people we even stocked it? Yeah, just don't tell you got it here. That's the only thing. <laughs> Say you got uh, it at Walmart. They, you get anything at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, no shame. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you're like in a better place now. Um, yeah. And yeah, and I would say I would tack on to what you're saying is like, you know, I think well, no, I know addiction is a disease and mm-hmm. we we sh- you know, I think as a society, I think we need to get rid of that stigma around it. Yeah. So people can be more upfront and be like, hey, this is what I'm going through and mm-hmm. like not be judged and get more support and help before, you know, before they have to go to jail for selling Disney DVDs or, <laughs> you know, even worse. You know, like, yeah, exactly. I'm glad that, you know, it was not like worse for you. Mm-hmm. Or didn't end up getting. Well, I don't know. We haven't heard the whole story, so hopefully, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's been ups and downs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, you you seem to have gotten off the train earlier than my cousin did, which is mm-hmm. so. It's so great, you know. Like I appreciate that. We. <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm trying not to be too serious because it's a comedy podcast. But like, appreciate your openness. Appreciate you talking about this. You know, just so so honestly and so upfront because, yeah, like I've talked before on the show about, you know, different members of my family. You know, my dad drank himself to death. Uh, my cousin, um, you know, he he fell into opioids and never, never got back out again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he was he was younger than me. Like he he I think had just turned 40 uh, and he's gone. Um. Yeah. So to exactly what Noah was saying is, yeah, this it's it's a disease. It needs to be destigmatized. It needs to be, you know, like treated, not incarcerated. But it mm-hmm. also needs to have. It also needs to be supported, like to the to the limits of their ability. Other people in society, we need to be understanding of what people who are dealing with addiction are, are really going through and are really dealing with. And we need to find ways of, of supporting them, of helping them, of providing, uh, you know, structures, institutions that can help with that, uh, you know, providing as much support as we are able individually, which, yeah, you know, at a certain point your energy runs out. I, I you know, trust me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, like I I know that nobody is a bottomless fountain of of understanding on that stuff, um, because I know for a fact that I have not been able to be. But and you are the most patient and understanding person. So if you <laughs> can't, absolutely, do it, uh, yeah. So no, if I can't, <laughs> if I can't, clearly nobody can. This is not a, a personal failing on my part. And, and no, he's like no Mother Teresa over here. <laughs> I zinged you, Andy. I zinged you right there. <laughs> you did. You got that's, me. A, that's a dig on you, Andy. It was. <laughs> I helped keep it a comedy podcast. Yes. <laughs> oh. But what all up? in all, guys, in the end of the day, if you can find the strength to, you know, admit to yourself, the first step is admitting that you have you have an addiction and own it. Open up to you know a family member you can trust, a friend friend that you could trust. I'm always there. I'm happy. I get messages all the time now with this journey. That, you know, people were getting, they had no idea I was going through it. And uh, part of me is like, oh, cool. I hit it pretty well. But then that's just that little voice. But then the, the bigger voice is like, 
I'm happy that me opening up is now inspiring you and showing you like, oh, okay, he was pretty successful with that. But now look how successful he's doing now. Let me, let me see what I, you know, I, if he could do it, I can do it for sure. And let me tell you, there's, there's nothing but peppermint white mochas on the other side, bright days. And I'm just, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. So I'm, I'm hot happy dogs to be on this side. Just anything <laughs> hot dogs, yeah. make a and onions and some, some, and some feta. <laughs> so some feta, get that feta, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nothing better. <laughs> nothing better than a hot dog with feta. <laughs> that might be the title, bro. <laughs> no, it's whatever Andy said before that I don't remember. Okay. Bob, <laughs> uh, well, Vic, thank you for coming on and, course, and yep. sharing that. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. And, si- and sitting through 40 minutes of us jibber jabbering before you could even get to the, <laughs> the heat of the meat there. I mean, we, we were the mayonnaise before you get to the hot dog. <laughs> and I slathered it. I slathered oh. it. He like he was like Tim was like Jack in the box with that mayonnaise. <laughs> I jacked all over the box with that mayonnaise. Oh no no no! Oh. You keep that hot dog to yourself, sir. Goodbye, Vix listeners. <laughs> I was gonna. Uh, you was can gonna... hear them click and stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna plug two things. Not plug, right. but like talk about. Uh, there's a podcast called Ear Hustle where it talks about life uh, in prison. Uh, it's filmed in San Quentin. Uh, I think it's a really Damn. great podcast. I feel like everyone should listen to it. Uh, just you, Vic. You talking about the guy who helped you out? Uh-huh. Uh, it made me think of that because like it is about like it's, it's very much about humanizing people in prison because I feel like they can get dehumanized and like there's everyday people with like all the same hopes and dreams and challenges. So mm-hmm. that is a great podcast. Uh, and there's a comedian, Ali Sadiq, who I think I mentioned oh, before. Yeah, yeah talks, he got me uh, through it a lot, too. Yeah, <laughs> he talks a lot about being in prison. He has some fucking funny stories. Yes, Mex- I definitely Mexican gone, And then also, um, if you are coming from Tancast and you guys want to follow my journey, um, I have two uh, places where I'm uploading one day at a time. Um, primarily, first and foremost, it goes to my Instagram, which is at uh, VickyJOfficial. And then... Um, if you go on TikTok, that one gets a little bit more traffic, but um, I upload less on that one. But that one's Vic.EJAY. A special home improvement followed by the Diet Mug Root Beer Dana Carvey Show. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you guys can follow along and share your stories with me if you're comfortable and, and have a friend in your journey with uh, me if you need one. So. Happy to help. Right? And I should say it's Vic. It's Vic E J, not Vicky J, like Vicky Vale. Like so, yes, don't or like, Vice J. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do people say? Guys, avenue uh, idea for a show that we can do. We're mm-hmm. going to take over hot ones. We're going to have people eat different style of the hot dogs and answer <laughs> ask interview <laughs> questions and see if they throw up in between. <laughs> oh, the last we're going to call the, the last ones. dab is you got to dab on Ew. some mayo, a lot of mayo. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> the hot dogs so will get progressively do- more covered in mayo as you go. Get, <laughs> yeah. we call it wetter. I so want to do this show. I want to start this right now. Yeah. <laughs> the, I have to take uh, my the, kid the, to parkour, but I, otherwise I want to do this show. The, oh, yeah, the 10th hot go. dog is, is called the wettest is the bettest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What shouldn't we trust this week? <laughs> uh Remember, don't trust a guy sitting next to you uh, at Bacchanal to not make some snide comment about your tip. <laughs> um, not today, decorating your front yard with a hat that you owned personally without it getting stolen. <laughs> that was my hat. That was my hat. hat. It was my hat. I don't even sell them anymore. Uh, 
fuck, I don't know what I hate this week. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, this week I hate mayo on shit that should not have mayo on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like every week. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I got to sign off now for when, whenever I uh, pop up here. Oh, um, nice. uh, you're doing it one day at a time. Yeah. <laughs> nice. One day at a time. <laughs> mu- mu- mutual tags. I got two for one on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being one of the 12 listeners to listen to another episode of the TanCast podcast. If you like it, please talk about it on your social media, your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, if you're under 20. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave a comment on this or any other episode at TanCast.com. Special thanks and love to the late DJ Technoid, who composed the official TanCast theme. And special thanks to Vic. Vic! 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 Who created the official TanCast album art. Thanks again for tolerating our nonsense, and always remember, you're doing it. from what you're, you're doing, doing it, it is it. tim no, no no one day at a time like that's what, me what song no, oh. no the song is a, is a song for a tv series yes a yeah called it's called one, one day, day at a time, time. oh okay <laughs> it's called days of our lives <laughs> i was like is he fucking with me right now is he fucking with me? He's, fucking, he's gotta be fucking with me it's gonna be on the remember. next uh sing it challenge <laughs> what was that show about friends i can't remember what it's called there's a bunch of friends and they were doing stuff and they were friends uh, you guys know what i'm talking about oh yes what this guy knows the, the friendly kinds that's what, what it was that show uh they're at there's a judge. They're in a, a court. And it was <laughs> in night? the evening. Um, <laughs> or they were, this guy would do uh, improvements to his house all the time. I don't, I don't, what was it called? Oh, shit. That was uh, <laughs> uh, Fixing Uppers. <laughs> what was that show with Cosby? It was a Cosby show. <laughs> What's it that show that was related to that, that Cosby show, but it was like they're on a different planet? Um, <laughs> Oh man! Oh, fuck it. <laughs> the recording has ended. Yeah. All right.